And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The U.S. Soccer Federation has signed a new media rights deal with networks that haven't featured much American soccer lately. That's TBS, TNT, and HBO Max, Turner Sports in general. Paul Tenorio is here to break down the deal, what games are included, how much money is involved, and why it's all important for U.S. soccer. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Wednesday, March 2nd. But first, your TV guide for today, as usual, all times are Eastern. There is a lot of action in cups around Europe, but let's start with the leagues. First of all, in the Women's Super League in England, Arsenal vs. Reading at 2.15pm. That'll be streaming on NBCSports.com. Arsenal are currently top of the table, and they're trying to stay ahead of Man City, so there's a lot riding on this game for them. Reading, a solid side, so they should give them at least some sort of competition. That Again, that's at 2.15pm on NBC Sports. Sports.com. And then in La Liga in Spain at 3 p.m., Mallorca hosts Real Sociedad. That'll be on ESPN+. Okay, on to the Cups. There is a lot of action in pretty much all the big five countries in Europe uh, today, starting, of course, with the FA Cup, uh, the big David versus Goliath matchup of the day, Luton Town versus Chelsea. Uh, Luton currently sixth in the English Championship. That's the second tier, but they've won their last three games. Should be potentially an interesting game hosting Chelsea. Uh, that'll be at Luton Town, as I said, again at 2.15 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Other games in the FA Cup, one is at 2.30, that's Southampton versus West Ham United on ESPN+. Plus. And at 3.15 p.m., Liverpool hosts Norwich City on ESPN+. Plus. In Spain, the Copa del Rey is happening. Uh, the other semifinal, Valencia versus Athletic Bilbao, it's the second leg of this one. The first one finished 1-1, so this could be a really interesting one if one team doesn't jump out early, uh, so that's worth checking out. In the Coupe de France, 3.15 p.m., Nantes versus Monaco. That'll be on BN Sports. And then the DFB Pokal, the quarterfinals in Germany. At 12.30 p.m., Hanover 96 takes on RB Leipzig. That'll be on ESPN Deportes and ESPN+. Plus. Also at 12.30 p.m., Hamburg versus Karlsruhe on ESPN3. And then at 2.45 p.m., Bochum versus Freiburg. That'll be on ESPN Deportes. And then finally, among the European Cups, the Coppa Italia at 3 p.m., Fiorentina takes on Juventus. It's the first leg of this one, and it'll be on CBS Sports Network again at 3 p.m. Of course, there's also Liga Emeki's action in three really, really amazing games, actually, in Mexico tonight. 8 p.m. Tigres hosting Cruz Azul. That'll be on Tudene. At 10 p.m. Santos Laguna taking on Pumas on Fox Sports 2. And then also at 10 p.m. Atletico San Luis taking on Chivas. That will be on Tudene. All right, with all that said, let's go on to some more TV news with Paul Tenorio.
Okay, we have big news in the American soccer world today, especially for something that we cover a lot on this show, which is how you watch it on TV. I do the TV guide, of course, at the top of every show, and the news uh, recently will have an impact on that. The U.S. Soccer Federation has signed a new media rights deal with uh, Turner Sports and HBO Max, and here to tell us about it is Paul Tenorio. Paul, first of all, welcome back from paternity leave. Um it's nice to have you back uh, back in calls and, and talking to you about things like this uh, again. Um, to get started, I mean, can you just give us a little bit of background on sort of the background of this deal? I mean, we haven't if, if you're a U.S. soccer fan and you've been fo- and you're the type to follow media rights deals, you haven't often heard about the U.S. Soccer Federation itself actually shopping around for a TV deal. Why is that? And uh, how did this particular particular deal come about? Yeah, so for for a while now, a long while, Soccer United Marketing has handled the media rights for the United States Soccer Federation. Of course, Soccer United Marketing is the marketing arm of Major League Soccer. It's owned by the owners of Major League Soccer, and um, they actually bid on the U.S. soccer rights um, way back in the day, I believe ahead of the 2002 World Cup. Um, There wasn't a lot of interest in the English language rights, uh, believe it or not, and they bought those rights from IMG. Um, and that's how they initially acquired those rights. And, and essentially, the way the contract worked was U.S. Soccer gave a guaranteed amount of money to, uh, sorry, MLS gave some, gave a guaranteed amount of money per year to U.S. Soccer, uh, about $30 million per year of that TV deal with Fox and ESPN went to U.S. Soccer. And um, they were guaranteed that money no matter what happened. Um, recently, just, a, just a last year, United States Soccer Federation decided to break off from some to end that partnership and to build out their own internal um, strategy and to sell their rights internally and, and you know, have a have a marketing arm within USSF. Um, and that is why for the first time we're seeing you know, USSF announce these deals. They announced the Nike deal, now this English language TV rights deal. And, um, and, and so, you know, that means a few different things. But I think, first of all, we know that that means USSF is in control. Uh, of everything and where they are. There's no, you know, kind of split loyalties or anything like that in terms of some is selling rights for MLS. They're selling rights for the Mexican Federation in the U.S. and they were selling rights for USSF. Um, now USSF is focused just on what they're doing and um, and their hope is that they can, you know, earn more than they did in the previous deal and and, and find um, better partners or, or different partners, which, which they did here in this deal. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Uh, so concerning both of those things, what sort of what sort of aspects are characteristics were they looking for in this deal, both financially and in terms of, you know, exposure, uh, getting U.S. national team games on Fox and ESPN consistently over time, I would argue has been uh, a positive uh, for the Federation and for the national teams. Yeah, I mean, I think we would be silly if we didn't 
acknowledge that the financial part of this deal is what was going to drive it to get it done. That, yeah. you know, you want the partner who's going to pay you the most money, frankly. And when you look at this TV deal, it is an interesting one because you're taking out one of the most valuable properties or likely taking out one of the most valuable properties, at least in part. And that's World Cup qualifiers uh, for both the men's and women's national team home qualifiers. I should be more specific. Sure. Um, the women's team will play their normal qualifiers as expected. Um, but the men's team is not expected to play qualifiers ahead of the 2026 World Cup. So you lose that whole cycle of games, um, which is significant. Now, this deal is an eight-year deal. It will go through the 2030 World Cup. So there will be men's national team qualifiers on Turner and HBO Max uh, way down the road. Um, but it's worth noting that that's a pretty significant uh, piece of value that was missing from this deal. And so to, to sign a deal that's reported to be between 25 and $27 million a year, which is just shy of what U.S. soccer made for their English and Spanish language rights, plus some of the marketing rights all in with some, it's a pretty good financial package uh, for U.S. soccer for, you know, a, a package that, like I said, was missing a really important piece. And, and, and I think that's probably what drove this deal, that they, they were able to get really good value. So you mentioned World Cup qualifiers for the men and the women. Is this a deal for pretty much all uh, U.S. U.S. Games at the at the for the senior teams are youth teams involved in this or you know other other teams like beach soccer Paralympics those those sort those sorts of things included in this deal or is this purely for for senior national teams? Sure, anything that is controlled by U.S. Soccer is a part of this deal. So you know when we talk about continental competitions, the Gold Cup is sold by Concacaf. The U seventeen U twenty Concacaf championships are sold by Concacaf, not U.S. Soccer, or by FIFA when we come to the Youth World Cups. So, yes, youth games can be a part of this package, but it would be things like the Nike friendlies, and not for things like the World Cup or the the Concacaf championships in those respective age groups for men or for women. Um, and, and that's worth remembering on the senior level as well that the Gold Cup for the men is not a part of this package either. That will be sold by Concacaf. It does, though, include things like the She Believes Cup. It does include things like World Cup send-off games, you know, the, the last preparation games before the men's or women's teams head to the World Cup. Or, as we know, the U.S. soccer women's team typically has a victory tour after they win the World Cup. That's those right. games would be a part of this package. So um, those are those are the, the bulk of, um, of what you're going to see in Turner and HBO Max. As far as what U.S. soccer was looking for, Certainly, we know audiences changing in in this country, and where they get where they consume their their soccer is is changing. And what I think a lot of different networks have learned is that soccer fans will pay to get the games they want to see. That's good in that it's created more investment in the game from different people who weren't involved before, like Turner Sports. But it's bad in, in terms of the fact that we as soccer fans are paying for a lot of different streaming services right now. You've got to pay for Peacock. You've got to pay for ESPN+. Plus, You've got to pay for Paramount+. Plus, You've got to pay for now HBO Max in addition to having a cable subscription to get the games that are over linear TV. So, you know, soccer fans are, are shelling out a lot of money to watch these games. And, and this certainly adds a whole other dimension with with national team games now mostly accessible, it seems, via HBO Max. Yeah, so I, I just want to pull up some some quick numbers that I, I pulled up for this because it struck me that we're now talking about yet another streaming service involved in soccer in the United States and talking purely about American 
leagues and national teams. NWSL is on Paramount Plus. That's $50 a year. I'm talking about the cheapest plans for all of these. Paramount Plus is $50 a year. MLS is on ESPN Plus. If you want to watch, you know, pretty much any game you want, that's $70 a year. U.S. Soccer now on HBO Max. Uh, the cheapest HBO Max plan is $100 a year right now. And then you talk about uh, cable subscription or, you know, Univision to to ANA on top of that. You're looking at easily over $200 a year. Um, and then if you add in the Premier League, which I hear some people like to watch, uh, then you're bringing it over $300 a year, which is, you know, not nothing. <laughs> when you hear that, that those sort of numbers and what it literally costs to watch soccer, watch American soccer in the United States, what's your personal feeling about that as, you know, somebody that has followed the game for a long time and covers it professionally now? Well, I think, first of all, it... it uh, it changes the conversation that I need to be having with you and, and Brooks about my expense reports, <laughs> and what, I, what I can file expenses for or not. Um, we'll see no, what I, we can do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somewhat reminiscent of the early days when I was growing up of watching soccer. I, I tell this story all the time that I used to, I remember wanting to watch Roma uh, win the Scudetto with Totti and I had to order it on pay-per-view, you know, for $30 <laughs> to watch that game. Yeah. And you, you get your Champions League games on ESPN2, but otherwise, you had to, you know, buy videos on Eurosport, or you had to uh, go to a bar and find someone that had satellite, or pay for satellite, or um, you know, whatever it was to try to get to get the soccer that you wanted to watch. And now it's certainly more available at the at the push of a button, but it is expensive. And I think that's kind of a trend with what we're seeing um, in general for for somebody who is, you know. A normal what what you'd think would be like an, a TV watcher back in the day that has so many different interests and the, the cable packages used to include hundreds of channels for for that reason, and now we have you know all these different things and and you know I'm I'm married my wife has her interests right so I I've got to subscribe to Hulu I've got to uh, subscribe to Apple TV I've got to subscribe to Showtime uh, anytime or whatever you know all <laughs> of these different subscription services and and really it comes down to like you know we're essentially back at the same place we were before. Right. Um, and, and I think certainly as a soccer fan, you have to acknowledge that. And, and at the end of the day, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, getting together with your family members and your friends and deciding who's paying for what and pull it all together and, and try to make it uh, somewhat affordable. Shout out to my cousin, Ricky for uh, his HBO max subscription that I've been reaching yeah. off for uh, a few years now, and we'll continue now for at least the next eight years. Assuming Shout out to my my in laws; they they provided the <laughs> HBO Max in this household, so I appreciate them for for many reasons, but now uh, for work reasons as well. All right, we got the family shoutouts in there. I think it's time to time to call it. Thank you so much, uh, Paul, for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. If you want to read more about the U.S. Soccer TV deal, there is a little bit of an explainer linked in the show's description, which you can get pretty much wherever you're listening. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening as always, and happy soccer to you all. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.